Hello and welcome to Garblad Games. We're playing Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition and this is Flint and Steel! Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Flint and Steel Season 3. I'm Pete, the Games Master. And I'm John, and I'm playing Sigale, the Bretonian Knight. And I'm Leon, and I'm playing Corvin, the Wizard of the Light. Sam, Morgan, Christy Moore. Hi, I'm Roger, I'm playing Bagric Rolfson, the Dwarf Honor Guard. And I'm Lawrence, and I'm playing Torvald Rolfson, the Dwarven Pathfinder. Excellent. And last time on Flint and Steel, we had some really bad sound. Apologies for that. However, what did happen was you all took on the vile necromancer Meinrad first, well, not that you know his name, nope. in the bowels of the tunnels and caverns beneath the House of Humble Thought, which are connected to Moore's Field outside Ubersreich, which is currently under siege by a large horde of orcs, which you had seen whilst defending the monastery earlier on on the same day. You had had a pitched battle with a horde of ghouls and summoned skeletons, and then I believe our priest and wizard hand-to-hand -hand combated the necromancer to death. It was... Namely, Corvin doing cartwheels and ninjaing <laughs> with your stuff. As is proper for a wizard. Yes. <laughs> now, you A wizard should know better. <laughs> <laughs> You've all received 50 experience points oh, for your participation God. last time. However... As you've completed one of your goals as well, you shall receive another 50 experience points. Ooh. Now, while they're all figuring out their experience points, I'd just like to point you all to our Patreon, where I have written a little article. It's quite a long article. Uh, I've written a little article about magic items in Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, where there'd been a lot of comments on social media about magical items, and I just thought quite a bit about it and decided to write it all down. We'd had a chat with some of the team on our Discord uh, and it just gave me lots of ideas and I thought I'd get it down. So check out the Patreon below. It's a free post. You don't have to, there's no paywall for that one and it's relevant to you here watching this now, hopefully. Um, we have a magical item and you are, I've just uh, discovered a reliquary where there were lots of other things uh, sort of stored in there. So it seemed like an appropriate time to uh, to write about it as well. Is that a hint to raid the reliquary? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Yoink. Especially yes. not you. <laughs> In fact, actually, a lot of our uh, patrons on Discord were discussing the fact that Corvin needs a magic item at some oh. point, don't you? Because in order to step up one of your tiers as a wizard, you need to have a magic item, I believe. Oh, in your yeah. trappings. Well, well suggested yes. trapping. Well, the Grail is a magic item. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, so you'd be happy if he got that? Well, I'd be near it. <laughs> yeah, he'd be fighting. Oh, okay. you know, and he'd, yeah. I'd be near it. Like I just need to level up. And, and, and every time my brain comes over, just it away. I'll live forever. <laughs> That's not the Grail, Corbin. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> Bag breaking some cow, just defending me from everything. Yeah. I'm oblivious. It's my cup of painlessness. <laughs> you see, that didn't even hurt. Anyway. Very elaborate chamber pot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't swig from that. Anyway, go check out the post on Patreon. There's a link below. Cool. Okay. So, 
Do we want to quickly go around and say what people have spent their experience points on? Oh, we're supposed we... to be doing that. I was oh, listening to you. Oh, you're not going to spend that now? I was listening to your interesting story about magic items. I was, I was yeah, telling yeah, them about my character. I said, while you're all filling that in, <laughs> oh, I will tell I them about it. I thought you meant while I was writing Definitely. the number 100 okay. in my experience. Well, don't Definitely worry. Did that. <laughs> also, we have just recently finished a... Um, while well, you guys are maybe, if they want to, if not, uh, just finished a Star Wars campaign and done a bit of a one-shot. And we may be doing another one-shot before we do this. Mm. Alien, which is very cool. Just got it. Piece of shiny book. Today. So that's very cool. Anyway, talk about more shows at the end. Sorry, what? Cool. So you are all travelling back through the tunnels towards the basement of the House of Humblethorpe, which is the monastery to Verena in the foothills of the mountains outside Ubersreich. Above you had left um, five knights, I believe, mm. guarding the door. The kind of large barricaded door with, if you remember, there are these kind of positions behind, a, bit, a bit of a way away from it where one could stand with crossbow or other weapon and defend the uh, door if it got busted through. There was also a big flap so you could kind of look through a slot to see what was coming, if anything was coming. Um, and above there, there was the monastery where uh, trolls and orcs and goblins had attacked and some had jumped in and had kind of raided the area. So you were headed back to that area. And after only being sort of an hour or so, you're walking through the tunnels, you get back to, and ahead you can see, it's a nice wide open area, lots of um, down into a sort of narrow tunnel that leads into this entranceway, sort of a kill zone. Um and there's the big door at the other end, which has been locked behind you because you were like, seal this behind us and defend the door. I'll go first in case they're trigger happy. And not likely to mistake a dwarf for a necromancer. True. <laughs> Unless they're blind. Stomp down the corridor. You gotta stomp down the corridor. Morgan, stay at the back. <laughs> okay. What happens if they're mistaken for a very large goblin? <laughs> <laughs> say how they shot. They do not mistake you for a very large <laughs> Did Kale say that? How they shot. Just whispered it to Corvin. So you stomp your way down the, the corridor, and ahead the little wooden flap lifts up, and you see the eyes of Theodore, the knight that had been healed. And he looks through the, the gap, uh, and it just flaps back down, and you hear, They're back! They're back! And the doors open, and you're allowed back in. And the five knights are there. It's, they're sort of all putting weapons down as you come in, and Theodore's standing there and says, I assume this is good tidings, then. You have returned. And you are... Ooh, sort of looks at some of you. You've got sort of gore, and it's not proper blood. It's like kind of an ichor or a gross kind of pussy colour. Yeah. Remember, ghouls aren't quite alive, but they're not quite undead either. They're kind of sick labyrinthine monsters. Aye, the bastard's dead. The necromancer. Aye. Well, um, congratulations. E excellent news. We should we should go and tell um, uh, High Priest Catherine. Um, they they are making the repairs and tending to wounds upstairs. Um, please come in. We will we will seal the door in case there are any other um, creatures beyond behind you following you. Mm, good thinking. Got so any ale? You'll kind of bustle in. And he says, well, yes, he points towards the barracks. There's like, the first room into the barracks is a watch room. 
where obviously people might sit and see if they hear anything coming from the tunnels. Um, and you step in there, and there's like a like a jug of ale. It's kind of it's water. It's not like I will boozy down the ale. jug. Yeah, okay, you glug <laughs> down like a jug. Make a minus a plus thirty endurance test. You pass. You pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ninety nine. <laughs> um, so and and they said as. Uh, how was it? And they, they seem to cluster around Sir Gale. And Theodore says, Sir Gale, please tell us what, what happened in the tunnels. We descended into the dark, into a place most foul and full of terror. But luckily, our will to survive was overpowering. And so we fought the evil in the dark. And through the light of the lady, we triumphed with honour to all. It's like, like, oh, well, congratulate, like, pat you on the... He means we killed them all. <laughs> we, we know what he means. He just tells it a bit better than you, Mr. Dwarf. <laughs> One of them hands you a, what looks like a, a, a little cheap goblet, but in it there's this uh, kind of potent wine. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of drinks are coming out, and it's okay, well, like, a, like a small oh. soldier, like... Bash you on the back, Flip kind of. My here's hair a little back drink. And my mustache with it. Oh, <laughs> bosh celebration. You know, nothing like cheering or anything like that, but like a, yeah, well done, kind of. And you're given like a little cup of something alcoholic. Um, we. Oui. Someone hands you hands <laughs> one towards Morgan, and then it's like. Um, uh, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> it's whiskey. <laughs> that one. Mm. Well, um, congratulations. You, you've. You are very much a capable team of warriors, uh, says one of the other knights. And Theodore says, please, I will take you up to see um, High Priestess Catherine. Uh, she will want to know this news. This is this is uh, fantastic news. It still doesn't solve the larger problems, but, but for now, the reliquary is safe. So, huzzah! Right. Huzzah! huzzah! Let's go! So he kind of takes you up the, the other stairwell. Oh, nearly knocked over my warhammer there. Four. Um, the other stairwell that takes you into, remember the the front of the monastery had two low sort of tower like buildings mm-hmm. into one of those, and you come up, uh, and there's some weapons and kind of weapon racks and sheaves of bolts and arrows and things sort of dotted around. Some of them have fallen over. You can see that they've obviously loosed some out of windows at goblins and hawks and things, and uh, takes you into the the main sort of. Um, uh, what's the word? Cloister, the large cloister that was between the baths, the kitchen, and the dining area, where the kind of catapulted goblins kind of landed. <laughs> and the garden there is is fairly trashed because if you remember, you've had a pitched fight with kind of orcs. <laughs> so the the the, sh- the nicely tended hedgerows have sort of chunks taken out of them, blood sprayed across some of the leaves, and there are young um, members of the order. Tending, sort of shuffling around, trying to either sort of pull up, sort of blood, mop it up, or sort of there's even some with like little secateurs and shears, kind of trimming to things already, trying to get things back into a sense of order. And um, Lady Catherine is kind of standing there, looking around. Yes, yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. And some people are cobbling together from um, instructions from Torvald a kind of makeshift barricade or a wall or something going on, going on there. 
beyond through the doorway you can still see because it's now coming into because it was night when you went down there so it's kind of dead of night and you can see down it's a clear night and uh, more sleeve is out and there is moonlight upon the land and you can see the orc horde surrounding Uderswijk and it seems that they have even from here you can see or you can make out the shapes of siege engines sort of you know as orcs they'll be rudimentary cobbled together even worse than human constructed things <laughs> but it seems that this is that quite bad. a concerted quite a concerted effort and who's the most eagle-eyed of you Probably. It's probably Torvald, isn't it? Torvald. What do I see? You are convinced that you can see <laughs> shapes moving in the air above the city. From sort of fires that have cropped up on the things, you can mm-hmm. see sort of shapes against like against a cloud. Mm-hmm. Very little bits of clouds. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You you see that as well. Um and Catherine kind of turns around and catches sight of you and says, Ah oh, you you're you're back. Oh, right. Excellent. This is... I, I I assume you have good news for me. We bested the necromancer. In single combat. And not you. him. Um, you. There were two of them. Don't think that counts as single manly. <laughs> well, the Wizard of Light and the Priest of more. Who better to dispatch a vile necromancer? Alas. Mm. Thank you. You're very well. Do not know what would have happened if he'd got his hands on some of the items we have within the reliquary. Not good things. We are in your debt, but we need your help further. As you can tell, the world is falling apart. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And I have to admit, I have not had to face a crisis like this, and I need your help. I do not know which way to send my resources and... There is something I should tell you. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Getting out my little guide to Uber's right book. Actually, my name is really Carl Franz. <laughs> <laughs> Takes off a mask and the helmet comes out. Not, not quite. I wouldn't not, have got a This action does not have my consent. meddling priests! <laughs> <clears throat> she, uh, she, she ushers over a woman. Who's standing to one side? Is she Carl Franz? Uh, this is Carla Franz. No. Um, <laughs> no. Just pause. Carl Moraz out from the yeah, yeah. And you need to take this. Uh, what? <laughs> no. yeah, 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 yeah. Calm down, Bagger. Um, this is um, Sister Hebercorn. She came to us a few nights ago as. She had within her charge someone who is in assistance, need of assistance, and guarding on a journey. The waves at somebody else. And the young... Do you remember when you first arrived, there was a young acolyte who was in the room and was asking you lots of questions? This person appears and... They say, this is Wendelin. Von Jungfreud. I see. Sister Hebercorn got him out of the city a few nights ago. She had a feeling that something was about to turn, and thank Verena that she did. And Sister Hebercorn says, and Sigmar. 
says, Gwendolyn here. And he seems to, now that his identity is kind of known, he seems to be a bit very nervous uh, and on edge, like looking around. Gwendolyn here is the son of Graf Sigismund von Jungfreud. And obviously, his presence here is dangerous for him, uh, but also a risk to the Jungfreuds. You have nothing to fear from us, boy. It's kind of like... He's, like, terrified of you. Like, <laughs> you have nothing to fear. Clint Eastwood just stared at him. He's like, whoa! Um, got nothing to fear. <laughs> exactly. Cheer up, manling. <laughs> My father will would, would, would pay anyone who's willing to escort me to his castle well. Uh, I don't know how I feel about taking the money of traitors, though. My father is not a traitor. Let's hear what he has to say. I, 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 was, I, was, I was at worship when everything happened. And in the confusion, I was left behind. And Sister Hebercorn says... Your father made a mistake, let us be honest, and he left you behind. Now we must make up for this. The general, General von Debenek, has been looking for Wendelin to have as a pawn over the Graf. And things were getting dangerous, so I got him out. We would ask... Since you have proven yourselves and you have spoken to us about going to Blackrock to take a message, as you have discussed. Yes. If you might escort Wendelin. I was going to send my knights. When you arrived and then showed your skill, I thought you might take the relic away to Bogenhafen before any thing happened. Now you've dispatched this necromancer. It seems that threat has passed For now. in the immediate future, yes. And this young boy, unfortunately, is one of my gravest and most needy charges at this time. And I would ask that you take him under your wing and escort him to his father in the mountains. And as you can see, she says, pointing out, that Uber's right. I'm sure his father needs counsel on many things. You have been in the city recently. You've seen what's been going on. You know the players and what they've been up to. I think you are the right people. And Verena has brought you here to escort Wendelin and give justice back to the people of Ubersreich. He doesn't look like he'd take up much space. <laughs> he <like> shivers. <laughs> How old are you, boy? In his head, he's cooking up the idea of a small coffin. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's sort of, I, I'm, I'm nearly 13 summers old. Just gets kind of a bit of an appraising kind of... He seems... <laughs> Highly strung and nervous. Uh, suddenly, now that you're aware of his true identity, he seems very scared. Before he'd been inquisitive, if frail, mm-hmm. but now he seems um, meek, scared. 
you're surprised that this is the son of, you know, the graph, but hey. Are you trained? Are you learned with your letters? Can you I, swing I, a sword? I, 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 I know uh, a, a lot about botany. I read books. I've read some books in my father's library around uh, plants and herbs and such things. Uh, and and while I've been here, I've been looking in the library here. It's it's an amazing library. There's a huge resource of books and maps. Your your friend had a map. Um, uh, yes, it's it's amazing being here, but I understand I can't stay here. It's mm. a shame Alvin's not here. He'd bore the lad silly. <laughs> <laughs> Tradecraft farming. It seems though, my friends, we have found a quest to return this boy to his treacherous father and receive the a reward. not traitorous. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll deal with that. Or we just go to the big man Lang and tell him to bring his army and kill those bloody greenskins. We? My father tends to have outriders in the mountains around his castle checking for greenskins. So he might be aware, but if they've all been caught and killed... I'm sure that's not the case. Not the younglings. Then then maybe he's not aware. Aware? Then we shall make him aware. Even if they had all been caught and killed, he'd notice their absence. Yes. Unless the castle has already been sacked and he has been the killed. The castle will not have been sacked. <laughs> and we shall travel there. A quest. Like te- when you say the castle has been sacked, it's like tears appear in his eyes. And he Every time you. either of these two say anything stupid, I'm just going to go, this has not happened. This okay. will not be the case. Anything. Your father will be safe. Like a, this will not be the case. Oh no, I've ruined it. Um, do we know where Blackrock is? We... The um, yes, you guys, the two of you are aware of where it is in the mountains. It is on not the exact trail to the fair lands of Patonia. Is it near like Karakazgaraz or anything like that? Uh, let me get the map. Blue Mountain Pass. So obviously, Corvin and I did go for a bit of a stroll in the mountains. Uh, you did a while ago, yes. It's right near Blue Mountain Pass because I remember it on the Total War Warhammer map. Well, <laughs> let's not carry away, get carried away with the Total War Warhammer map. It might be slightly different. I, I was. Um, I just wanted to bring out a hammer. So then you've got the Total War Warhammer hammer. Total War Warhammer hammer. Can we see that? I was this close to telling you you had it upside down. So Uber's Reich is in the middle here. Mm -hmm. You guys have gone in the foothills over here. Mm -hmm. And Blackrock is further Uh, over this way. Where's the the mountains? I can't see the mountains. Mountains are in that way. Just that grey area is the mountains. That is Blackrock. Yeah, so it's kind of mountains going off. Grey Lady Pass is then the next region over. Oh, yep. oh there's Karakaz Garaz down here. Yeah. Quite a long way off, yeah. It is quite a long way off. Yeah, I was just trying to work out where it was. Sure. Could I have a look? You may. Monsieur. Pass it across. Ah, oh, Look at the map. If I have enough time, I may put an image on the screen, but I probably haven't. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's great. You know, podcast <laughs> listeners not missing out. Yeah. Ah, that's for our podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> A lack of maps. No, a lack of maps for the podcast <laughs> listeners. There you go. Yes. Cool. Okay, so... so um, you have a new page. Catherine says to what? you... Catherine says to you, well, we also do have maps and charts for the paths in the mountains. Uh, not only have our, our members of our order walked many of these, but 
scouts and travellers in the area often come here to pass their information on and help us to gather quite a uh, gazetteer on the area. Um, so we can provide you with information on the paths to Black Rock. It is treacherous, dangerous land, and as we can see, the orcs are abroad, so it is um, even more so. So I would caution, you know, vigilance. However, I've seen you in action. We so. should probably caution the orcs that Bagrick is abroad. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Unresponsive. <laughs> <laughs> No, not even much. Um, uh, uh, Wendelin's like, oh, slightly scared. Um, at this, Theodore steps forward and says, Catherine, I asked something of you, and this may be going against your intention for our order. However, I have seen the, the bravery of these fellows, and in particular of Sir Gale, and his skill with a blade, and his nobility and honour. And I would ask that I am allowed to aid uh, Sir Gale in his quest uh, to, to Blackrock. He seems slightly nervous as he's saying it, and he's kind of, obviously he's kind of asking to leave his own little oh. cadre of mates, but oh, he's nice kind of guy. seen, here's my my option for levelling up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's, um, if you are to send the knights uh, to anywhere, um, please, may I not go with them and instead quest with Sir Gale and his companions. Um, I feel also that this is a, a great way that I could help the city and the monastery. And Catherine sort of looks at him and says, I, 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 I shall consider it. She's going to give to uh, a look of... I would what? be honoured to have you on my quest. Maybe we can install a bit of Bretonian chivalry into your air. Eh? Uh, perhaps. Ah, we. Oui. The more knights, the better. Tell me, mistress, do you have a cart that we may borrow? Uh, we've got one, manling. You came with one, yes. I, I was... didn't think that two heavily armed dwarves, a small boy, a knight, a wizard, and a oh, priest could all sit in the one. cart. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Do, do you have another cart? That, that would be good yeah. if we may borrow one. Um, you've got a horse, manling. That manling's. Well, got I know horse. I've got a horse. I didn't mention myself in that. Day. We have a draft horse and cart. It's like a small cart that you could take, that you could use. We'd be happy for you to use that. Thank you. Um. His name's Theodore, isn't it, the other night? Yes. <laughs> Theodore, do you have a horse or do you require a... I have a horse. Ah, good. Um, and please, call me Theo. Ah, I will, Theo. <laughs> Master Theodore, I have one other question. You just got him there. <laughs> you can ride, obviously. Well, yes. Can you drive a cart? Uh, if I have to, yes. Yes. Good. <laughs> ah, I'm just going right. to kind of lean over to us. I don't normal think for manlings and horses to have the same name. I don't think it's seemly for a knight to drive a cart. I know they name them. Well, he's a knight I... in training, sure. No, he, he is a knight. Uh, he he is is a well, they seem to be yeah, up, but he, he might be more of a squire. You're not sure. It's a gale, a word. Hold on. Is ah. that the horse you're riding? Yes, monsieur. Alvin's horse is called Thunder. Yeah. 
There's not a horse called Theodore. Oh, I thought there was. No. <laughs> I thought no, that Simon's Alvin and Theodore. There's a chipmunk called Theodore. Bad yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Such a, like, Alvin Simon and Theodore. A dwarf racist. He couldn't tell the difference between a human and a horse. They all look alike. Yeah, horsest. Why have a long face? Bonjour. It's a girl. This Wendland fellow could do with a bit of toughening up. Ah, I agree. He Perhaps does seem you could weak take and seemly. Under your wing, as a page, he's frightened by a man with shears trimming a hedge near him. And he's, oh. He does need some of the manly virtues installed within him. Honor, justice, have it out the lad. <laughs> a fearlessness of hope. There is definitely some rumbling in Castlewood going backwards and forwards between me and Bagrick along Absolutely. the lines of. Are we sure about this? <laughs> I might not understand what they're saying, but I understand what they're saying. <laughs> um, I mean, how long will it take us to get you to... Just get uh, <laughs> have you got a weapon, Manling? How long will it take us to get to Blackrock, do you think? You are, you are an Imperial man. <laughs> People take me places. Shall I take a look at the maps? If I feel perhaps our pathfinder will allow me, and I'll see if I can well, work out uh, how long. A, we can get one there. of the acolytes comes running with uh, with sheaves of paper and stuff, and says, "And Catherine says, perhaps we should do this in the dining hall or the library. The library. Yes. I mean, we don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to be. <laughs> yes, but there is a table in there on which we can look at maps. Although we might want to get some rest before we head off. And I suggest you eat something. Mm. The city is being attacked. I don't know if we have time for. From here it looks like a siege, so you may have weeks. We'll have time to get. You underestimate the orcs' ability to wait. Very true. That tends to get them killed. Don't worry, you'll have plenty to kill. You fought well today. Go and get some rest. I'll sketch us something d- so we know. I do remember you had a bathhouse. Yes, she part points ah. to the other side. I feel like you've come from no time to eat. To, actually, I'll have a bath. Well, <laughs> I've thought about it in my head. Quick, I went, there is a hot bath. This is the same in and out of character. Really, <laughs> really, I just want to want to relive that scene from The Witcher in the bath. So, come rub, come rub lavender on my bottom. <laughs> bottom, bottom. <laughs> okay, so. Um, that's a nice picture of the castle. Who <laughs> Blackrock? It looks very spooky. It is a bit spooky, isn't it? But it's a Warhammer castle in the mountains. It's got to look spooky. It's got to look a bit spooky. It's not D&D. Um, okay. Yes. It's at the barony of Graustadt. Um, and there is Blackrock up there. Uh, this is a mountainous duchy of Blackrock is preparing for war. In open rebellion to the Imperial Crown. Which is actually politically um, what's happening. It is politically. I like that the one that cares most about this is the Bretonian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem is if we side with the bad guys, I've dishonoured myself. <laughs> so that's why I care. But you know that the guy who's currently running the town council is in league with a necromancer. Mm. Mm-hmm. But and the emperor ordered his own troops into the. The emperor city. like got asked for some resources and yeah. said, "Yeah, go and have an army." Carl Franz, you fool! Yeah, it's going to be revealed he was here all along and he was testing us. <laughs> Look at this way: we go there. If he's wrong, you can kill him. If he's right, you can follow him. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna have a bath. 
It's <sighs> called Neufelung Castle. Ooh, that's a good name. And the Baron uh, um, Rudolf Trockheim is the uh, head of the Barony of Graustadt, typically, because um, Graf Sigismund looked after the whole of Ubersreich lands. Uh, and he is not loved locally because he married uh, Duke Gaston de Paravon's illegitimate daughter after the Fifth Paravon War. Or before the Fifth Paravon War. I like him already. Yeah. He's got a good taste in women. Good taste in women. Maybe a little bit of drama in season four. Okay, so, right. Actually, that's not good for Britonia. <laughs> Sigal, how's your bath? So, Sigal goes for a bath. The rest of you go into the library. I think the law of success. Which I think we've been to before. Large structure. We I never think. went inside. We oh, you never went no, inside. No, you did because you ran through it. No, no. The bathhouse I did. I yes. th- yeah, sorry, yes. I thought we were talking yeah, about the no. bathhouse. I never, so, we never managed to go inside. Are we, are we staying the rest of the night here before we head off? It's not a good plan to move in the dark. I would imagine so, yes. <laughs> Clunk! <laughs> All quarter taps! <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, moves his neck, it's sounding like two rocks going. <laughs> oh gosh, a chiropractor. Come take a bath with me. <laughs> Rub lavender on his bottom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <Strange> <laughs> hey, someone needs to do it. Someone okay. does need to do it, and no one is volunteering. Warrior brothers do all kinds of things for each other. So, anyway. You've gone into the library, and this is a large, Im- impressive structure. It's not gaudy in its decoration. It's still quite modest. Um, but you go up a nice set of stairs, if you remember, there's a set of small sort of stairs up to the front. Uh, large oak doors with iron banding, with little filigree kind of carved into them. Um, and the, the door is open for you, and you go inside. And, and what is kind of half prayer temple half library is there in front of you with fine carpets upon the floor um, what looks possibly like marble flagstones uh, and sort of pillars rising up around the sides and there are shelf sections all the way down you know big bookshelves all the way down to the far end and to your left there is a large table with a a, a tablecloth over it and a uh, a little statue of arena, like a little shrine type thing and seated in, in front of it there are a series of chairs um, and it seems that actually this is more of a place of study and in study you are worshipping Verena and knowledge and those things there's no kind of huge number of pews or that kind of thing It's it, this is a place of knowledge but in doing so it is exalting Verena's principles and virtues and in the far window there is a far wall there is a big uh, stained glass window with kind of scales and a lady with a sword you know that kind of typical Verena uh, kind of image gold with a blue sky background Um, very striking you know in in here at the moment it's not lit through in the way it would in the day where it would probably come down the central corridor between these bookshelves and this nice carpet uh, it's lit from inside by torches and uh, sconces and candles and there are a couple of people moving around in here um, you can hear mutters of small prayers and people sort of look leafing through books and things but generally it seems to be very quiet 
there is a side door which you know goes into the other cloister. Uh, and um, yes, Catherine comes in and says, "Please come to the side." And she moves to the table where there's the kind of icon, and she um, there's there's plenty of space around it, and she she doesn't touch it, but she kind of lays things around it. Uh, there's some maps, various sort of uh, relief maps, topography drawings, mm-hmm. etchings, sketches, you know, yeah. the kind of um, naturalist kind of thing where. Um, they're, 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 someone's sat on one rocky peak and drawn the view of the rest of it and that mm. kind of thing and that's been interpreted into maps and things it's a really a real um, kind of treasure trove of mm. cartographic information and you're like this you're all standing there Torvald's like staring <laughs> at this thing like wow this is amazing um, and there are a couple of books and things and she says yes we can give you information that will get you to uh, the castle knife uh, um but um, it is dangerous and you know as as we know there are orcs, orcs aboard but here is all the information you need and um, I'm afraid I'm extremely tired <laughs> she suddenly cut, sort of fatigue hits her she's been up all the night as well and she's not although she's a you know a, a robust lady and a, a, a priest She's not uh, like a hardened warrior like you guys and been up all nights. Um, so she says, look, it's it's gone midnight, so I will I will retire and say my prayers and I will see you in the morning before you leave. Is there somewhere we can bed down? Some of the cells are empty. And uh, Wendelin? And he's like, yes, yes. He's like there, sort of behind all of you. You suddenly realise he's there with you. Um... You know which cells are empty, please. Guide your new companions to them and to their rest when they are finished. And she she says, uh, May Verena's blessing be with you. And she walks out of the room. Show us to ourselves, manling. Want to dump some stuff. Certainly, certainly. He takes you through the side door uh, that you saw and down into the student's cloister. He says, this is, this is a student's cloister. I'm, I'm staying over here. He points at a door. He says, and those two over there, they're empty at the moment. And through the doors, you can see that there are a group of beds in the room. It's kind of close, cramped conditions. It's not like a luxury uh, area at all. But this is, these are monks we're talking about, and they're kind of... That room is just for, like, sleeping in. But for you guys, you're not bothered. You know, none of you are really that bothered. You're quite tired. Uh, Corvin, this is abysmal <laughs> lodgings. <laughs> you are used to much finer things. You know, the beds in Altdorf have feathers in them, you know, nice uh, duvets and things. This is just hessian straw-stuffed mattress. You know, fabric's already asleep. No, no, <laughs> no I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but it's that kind of situation. Bagric, which room are you sleeping in? I'm going to kind of look at them. Which looks kind of more enclosed? They are identical. Oh, in fact, one. the bed, the bed, you then know. I shall go in the other. Okay, <laughs> as for that. <I. laughs> I think you're assuming that dwarves snore. Yes. <laughs> yes, Probably we a are. safe assumption. Yeah. Okay, so Bagric and Torvald will take one room, I'm assuming. And the three of you will probably take that. Oh, we've got a, got a friend. 
<laughs> you're not there right now you're in the bath yeah. you're there you've got like a sponge low free time that's assuming Morgan wants to go with the humans scrubbing away got a big foamy moustache I think the standard is we will probably both walk into the room and go bits of armour come off probably takes up more space than that it will be very neatly piled but in a Shaun of Shaun of the Dead style very edited cut and then you're in the bar drinking a bit Bagrick is going to go down just to the leathers whoa whoa that's nightwear for Bagrick it is okay once I'm de-armoured I'm basically going Get some rest, brother. I'll see you in the morning, and I'll go back to the library. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go get some food. <laughs> okay. Sort of pad out, and yeah. be- even in bare feet, just yeah. towards the... Wendelin tells you, before he goes to sleep, that they don't bring food to the cells. All food is kept in the dining area, and you have to... In the kitchen, and served in the dining area, and you have to eat in the dining area to get a communal feeling, and it's now sort of... Um, uh, um, a rule of the monastery that we all, whenever you eat, you always eat in the in the in the dining hall. Bangrek um, asked Wendelin if he was armed or knew how to carry. Yeah, his and he sword. went. Oh. Um, okay. I'm gonna find a priest. There are quite a few around. A priest. I don't care which one. The first one I come across. Okay. Oh, and ask him. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Isn't already in our collection. <laughs> and uh, tell him to. There's an elderly man who's kind of going, uh, pointing at acolytes and telling them what to basically do. Basically, ask for a sword and shield fit for a manling of about that high. <laughs> Uh, um, well, uh, 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 I'll see what I can do. He's slightly flummoxed by the middle of the night. <laughs> There's been dwarf a big battle. His dwarfs naked. come up to him. He's a dwarf in lingerie. What <laughs> sexy dwarf lingerie. <laughs> and he's asked for a sword and shield. This might be a come on. He's not sure. So he's like, I'll, 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 um, I'll do the best that I can. Yes. And he kind of walks walks off towards the guard the front <laughs> buildings the guard towards right, the kitchen okay. unaware of this part. that's the title of the episode <laughs> <laughs> it's not literally in his pants <laughs> sexy dwarven although he's barefoot he is <laughs> oh, bag rag secrets it would look like full leather armour to a human but to a dwarf it's clothes yeah yeah <sighs> cool okay so you're eating you're I'm mapping. collecting food, <laughs> a big pile of food, and walking back to the room. <laughs> oh. As you do this, a priest says to you, Good dwarf, it is an unspoken rule, however I am speaking it now, <laughs> that all food is consumed... Because I know what he's like. Uh, <laughs> all food is to be consumed in the dining hall, if you please. It's an odd rule. It's just our way. I would not ask you to do anything that would uh, break with your own safety within the, the, the walls of the monastery, but this is merely a sign of respect for where you are. Ooh. <sighs> so, uh, I'll turn around and pad back. <laughs> so, thank you, Dining he says. Room. Thank you. And he, he seems warmly thanking you at the end, but he was... Yeah, fairly stern, and he didn't really too mind. T- too tired to argue. Just yeah, yeah. walk <laughs> stiffly back okay. to the. You walk back to the area. thing, and you sit down at this dining table on your own. You've got a bit of ghoul grease in your hair, and you're like, 
No, 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 Bagrick is clean outside of his armour because he is covered head oh, to toe. Yes, yeah. now you're just steel, aren't you? Okay. So, Even my beard is protected. There might be just a little fade <laughs> dust over your eyes. <laughs> Souping. Yeah. And you're just wading through gore bodies. You just tuck into your food. It's the cleaning the armour that's going to be fun then. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah, you need a hose. Luckily, I'm in a bath. There's a bath for me and a bath for my suit of armour. And I'm putting lavender on. Okay, so Torvald, you're reading maps. Bagwick, you're noshing down. You're in the bath, scrubbing. What are you, the, you two doing? So, unbeknownst to, uh, well, whatever Bagwick was up to, mm-hmm. um, I was going to thank Wendelin for his assistance, try and continue to reassure him in terms of the general existence, because yep. he seems to need it. <laughs> yeah. And then... Before bidding him goodnight, take from my belt a sheathed, unclip like a yep. small, just a small knife. Yep. Yep. In a sheath. Yep. And hand it to Not him. Not a bare blade. But yes, yeah, yeah. for his own protection. This this shaky thin. Should you hand. need it, I do not expect you to fight. I do. <laughs> Thank you. As he reaches I'll out, you, you can morning. see he's got um, ink stains on his fingers and, oh, and he's soft, a, he's a soft hands. Very soft hands. And as he takes it from your hand, you look down and you realise mm. your hands have become worn and weathered, weathered through all your the service of your god, but also... My father. Yes. And, and the handiwork that you have recently had to put your yeah, hands to. Yes. And somewhere there's a little scratching claw inside <laughs> Corvin's head. No. Corvin, what are you up to? Mm, oh, I want to go to the reliquary. Um, we're going to go to the library. Not some okay. yep. And I want to look up books on alchemical incendiaries because I would okay. like to learn about the bombs I still have in my person. Okay. In my person's okay. on my person. Okay. There is a law keeper, oh. uh, an, uh, a very elderly lady who is sort of moving around, a bit like in um, uh, when Obi-Wan Kenobi has to go into the, into the Jedi Who you thing. met in our last uh, Star Wars um, And she's there, and she's moving around, and she says, Ah, young man, you seem someone who thirsts for knowledge, and a uh, wizard, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. I am Corvin Applebaum, Wizard of the Lights. Who uh, might you be? Of the Altdorf Applebaums? Yes. Oh, oh, I believe I've heard of your family. I, I've, I've met a few wizards in my time. Um, yes, it's, it, you, you're, a, you're funny folk. Yes. Um, <laughs> how, how can I help you? I am looking for some knowledge, hence I've come to your library. I have acquired two chemical bombs, and I would like to learn more about them. Do you have <laughs> any books on alchemical incendiaries? Um, well, well, of course we do. Um, I hope you're not intending to use them in the monastery. Of course not. Well, good, good. You don't seem that kind of wizard. Your head's not on fire. Um, anyway, um, come this way. Oh, no, not that way, this way. And she kind of walks sort of around you a little bit and then down another um, bookshelf. And as you go down it, you can see this kind of journals from sappers and engineers uh, and other other kind of um, you know engineering and mechanical tomes and she kind of pulls out it's a it's a fairly slim 
it's more of a kind of uh, a leather um, docket that's kind of holding sheaves of paper and just goes, we don't really have any books. There are not many books written oh. on, the, on such things. However, we do have some um, Imperial Army field pamphlets on um, how to deal with certain dwarven uh, armaments that were lent in one of the previous in a previous war or battle I, I, I lose track of things there have been so many so many wonderful entries I've made into this beautiful and she kind of seems to get slightly <laughs> distracted and rubs the, the wood of the, the, the bookshelf and says this library I feel a part of it myself here here have a, have a read please oh thank you very much would you like to look at one of the bombs <laughs> <laughs> her eyes open wide. She goes, I'm afraid I wouldn't know the first thing to do with it. Um, Me neither. That's why I'm reading this. You should definitely read those books. From across the library, you'll, uh, you'll just hear there will be Torvald's voice just going, put them away, Corvin, and look and read the paper. Shakes head in chasm. Yep. Um... Before she wanders off. Yeah. Leave me no reading. Uh, do you know much about the reliquary downstairs? Oh, I've I've been I've I've um, had a look at some of some of the things down there, and occasionally, if there's the odd uh, written document or book, then occasionally they ask for my my eye on it just to have a look. We appraisal. myself, and my companions are heading away in the morning. Are there any curiosities down there you think I should take a look at, just for curiosity's sake? As a, as a learned man of law. <laughs> In your mind. She's not looking at you, but she says, you should look at all of them. So, and then she turns to you and says, I, it, it's, it's not really something one should just go poking around willy-nilly in. Of course not. Um, That's but, why I asked for your guidance. But you are... There are a few things down there. I would talk to Catherine, though. It's really not my place to be giving such recommendations. Oh, okay. I mean, there are ancient weapons down there, if that's the kind of thing you're looking for. But I don't think they're really there to aid people in battle. They're more to provide strength of spirit, I believe. Yes. Anything you thought was rather novels or... Well... Hmm... I would talk to Catherine. Thank you for your help. She shuffles off. Can I have that back? The bomb. She <laughs> turns around with a Light crafty, <laughs> cheeky grin on her face. And she goes, very well. Gives it back to you. Just drop it in the bag. This, um, <laughs> this kind of um, pamphlet that she's given you, it's like a leather, like a folding open, like little f- file type thing. It's got like bits of parchment in it little instructions there's like um Hellblaster Voligan instructions and all kinds of other things in there and then like incendiary weapons thrown incendiary weapons pigeon bombs um pigeon bombs absolutely <laughs> uh, and various other things and you're like wow this is like there's a whole that's a rocket oh, artillery no way I get thing. a pigeon that big <laughs> <laughs> how does it swallow the bomb um <laughs> You can really push that in there. <laughs> uh, and there is one on, on like, bombs, yeah. you know, like thrown bombs, you know, danger mouse bombs. Yeah. Um, 
So you sit down and start to have a read. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. If you want, in the Between Adventures uh, thing, you can use that to learn a skill or talent that you don't have. Sounds good. Such as... Demolitions. Steam tank driving. Black powder. <laughs> Black powder type things, oh. or that kind of thing. Yeah? Or someone else in the party could, if they wish to. No. That's fine. Okay, cool. So, there's some reading, there's some eating, there's some... What were you doing? Apart from reading. Helping Wendelin. Are you going to have sleep? Uh, have... Yeah, probably. Okay. And eventually... I'm a little worse for wear. <laughs> yeah. Are you hurt? Okay. Some people are still injured. Your bath is wonderful. Uh, I'm having a whale of a time. Yep. And uh, eventually it's tired. You're getting tired as well. And you start to feel that... Raw. That eight, you know, the your, your joints are, you know, so hacking things to death. Only so much bubbles can take away. Exactly. So you all decide to settle down for what remains of the night. So you get sort of like probably four hours sleep. Um, I might not. <laughs> yeah, probably not Torvald. He might have to sleep in the cart on the way. Oh. And uh, morning comes, and you can see that the horde is still positioned outside Ubersrike. And some of the acolytes have worked through the night, and a makeshift barricade has been erected in front of the, the doors. But there's been no further kind of... There's been a few... They tell you that a few sort of goblins and creatures got near, but they were quickly shot or or scared away. And it seems that your efforts here have sort of made them very wary of this location. So they kind of seem to be staying away. Um, but you all rise in the morning, or you can have a lie-in if you want to. It's up to you. Um, you do healing overnight, don't you? You do recover. How do much damage? I think it's an endurance test, but I can't remember. I will... Out. Make an endurance test just in case. I'm fine. I had lost four wounds. We did a few um, rules incorrectly last time. Oh. If you f- fumble on a prayer roll, for example, mm. you have to roll on the wrath of the gods or whatever. And I think, <gasps> straight away. F- yeah, straight okay. away. Even if you don't have any sin points. Um, right, healing. Healing wounds. You attempt an average endurance test after a good sleep once a day. That's his average plus 20 endurance test. Now, you haven't had a good sleep, so I'm going to make that a minus 20 test. I failed. Even if... Uh, oh. Because I had a bath. Yeah, I rolled a 2. Minus 10 test, then. You I still failed. <laughs> you passed? Um, I'm not even going to attempt to take that test because I haven't had enough sleep. Do you heal wounds equal to success level plus your toughness bonus? Oh, okay. Which um, is a lot. So zero plus toughness no, bonus. No, no, oh. you equal You heal wounds equal to your toughness bonus. If you pass. If you pass. Okay. I'm going to strike that. Home rule. Because otherwise, you could say, like, you'd heal 15 wounds in one night's sleep, and that doesn't Even make I any sense. Even I pull that one off. Yeah. Well, no, or third, you could... What's your endurance at plus 20? Oh, at plus 20, yeah, that's a fair point. Um... Just as a... 16... Uh, 7191. So you could get nine success levels. And plus what's your toughness? Six, plus yeah. so you could heal 15 wounds in yeah. one night. Which, that's not... That doesn't feel... That doesn't feel right. Whereas you healing five wounds in a night. Six. Six wounds in a night. That makes sense. 
I had nothing. What did you heal? I was already fully healed at tonight. Oh. Ah. Did you succeed, Morgan? I think I stood uh, behind four. you yeah. all in that fight. <laughs> okay, and Torvald, you don't get to roll because. Uh, I'm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, morning comes and um, Wendelin is actually up before you. Uh, looks like he has bathed and put on, uh, changed out of his uh, habit mm-hmm. into sort of some travelling clothes. They look fairly well-to-do travelling clothes, but they look like they've had a bit of travel. Mm-hmm. Did the priest ever come back to me with what I asked for? Uh, and in the morning, there is a simple round wooden shield and a sword. Nothing fancy. Are they for Wendelin? Aye, just something he can protect himself with. Perhaps he should have a quarterstaff as well, in case he favours that weapon. I'm going to spin my quarterstaff. And flourish a little bit to show off. Something that leads to press back, (laughs) Make a melee polearm roll, just to see how well, just how cool you do it. This is where it spins out of your hand and knocks him on the head. Oh, that's a fail. Um, I failed by... Not a terrible fail, though. Uh, three. Oh, okay. So you, like, go to spin it, and then you have to, like, write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, I, I, he, and he pats on his belt. He has now strapped a dagger in a sheath, and he says, I have a, I have a weapon. That's marvellous, Master Wendelin, but let me show you something. If a goblin comes up to you, it's going to be this far away from you before you can stab it. But with one of these, it's a good four or five feet away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spear, manling. He's like, he's like, I, I'm, I'm, I hope you're not. I, I'm. Bagri's just going to pick up the shield and go take that, put it between what it, whatever's attacking you. He and holds you. it with two hands. Suddenly, on either side of it, his like little fingers are like gripping around the front of it, in front of you. Take care. Put your arm through there. He's like, it, his thin <laughs> forearm goes through the gap. He's like, oh, okay, I'll just hold this up if we get in trouble, shall Jolly I? Jolly good, I'm going to bash you with my side. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, falls, staggers backwards. <laughs> if someone happens, oh, okay, just okay. stay Father told me I, I, need to, I need to grow up. He always told me I need to grow up, and I think I'm going to, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. And he, like, tries to stand a bit taller. <laughs> If, if we get time on the way, I'll see if I can show you how to use it. Get a shield. Get to try and pass my toxic masculinity right. check. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Bretonian, so my to- toxic masculinity is up to here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just looking at disdain. Um, <laughs> Not sure how this happened. <laughs> Sorry, viewers, but that's Bretonia. <laughs> okay. Uh, he seems to sort of all this kind of. Geeing him on and giving him stuff is kind of making him feel slightly, you know, more confident. Is there another priest around? Yes. I will ask for a crossbow. Um. Do you, uh, sorry. <laughs> we need. To, I, I think we're not an armory, and everything we have is really required by our protectors. Do you not have cross? Uh, Wendelin looks at you. I don't know how to use a If you want to grow cloth. up, let's have some breakfast. I, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I was here to tell you that breakfast is being served in the dining hall. Ah, now that I can get behind. Wonderful. <laughs> don't think you could lift mine or say Kazlid to Torvald. <laughs> and we'll go and Who have is some probably brekkie. not paying any attention at this he point. He speaks Kazlid <laughs> and says, No, I couldn't, Kazlid. <laughs> and, like, turns around and heads towards the dining hall. Did the boy just speak rock? 
<laughs> Impressive. Okay. Mostly how to speak civilized. <laughs> so you, you head over there, and Torvald is sitting there with his own books and documents out, and he's tracing the last few notes onto your own map, which I can which see I'm actually doing over there. Which, while I haven't been busy, I've actually been doing <laughs> yeah. off of this map. Um, uh, you know, and ma- making a few notes of things, and uh, but none of the kind of uh, rare or um, you know delicate things. Hmm. They're all still back in the library. You've kind of trans- transcribed, transposed, as much and, transcribed as much as I can, and, and connected as many of my other ones I've got Absolutely. to stuff. And you're now building a bigger picture of the area. You're start in your mind's eye, starting to get a good understanding of the land and the surrounding area, and the kind of sketches and things are also giving you an idea of the kind of flora, the terrain, and the terrain, that kind of stuff. Expecting to go across, yeah. It's all very useful, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Corvin, you're quite uh, impressed by his, you know, his skill at you know pulling this all together, and he's clearly an educated dwarf um, and you guys all sort of look at it it is impressive even if you're not into your letters and your numbers and all that kind of thing it's still not quite impressive just a devil with a crossbow I'm gonna walk off <laughs> uh, and the porridge is, is being uh, served uh, with honey uh, and large bowls of porridge have been afforded to your party um, ah. and uh, they've been bang down on the table um, and uh, the, Catherine appears and she comes over and she says well that was an interesting night wasn't it I hope I trust you all got some sleep bed was a bit soft you could have lain on the floor if you'd wanted <laughs> wasn't enough space with all the armour <laughs> ah yes yes the accommodation was fine my lady well, not allowed to lie, you're a knight. Luckily, <laughs> I wasn't lying. We're <laughs> <laughs> not a hostelry or a tavern, and our accommodation is more about purity of the soul and penance than. Then my soul comfort. must be incredibly pure right now. I don't doubt that, <laughs> Sir Corvin. The purest it's ever been. <laughs> She's um, making fun of Orange. you in front of the knight. Necking the porridge. Uh, very well. Um, the the cart we've have arranged for the cart uh, with the horse out out front of the monastery. That's all ready, and I have made some. Uh, we've prepared some provisions for you for your journey. I think Torvald, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's probably two or three days journey into the into the. I mean, it's steep, on, treacherous terrain with a cart. You know, on foot. On foot, we could probably do it a little faster, but with the carts, we will have to take certain passes and certain. There are certain places I've seen in the the maps and the books I wouldn't dare take a cart. So, we'll go by the safest way possible. I'd say two and a half days. Okay. Provided minimal trouble. Let's hope the Ubers Reich. Defenders hold out that long. I'm sure they will. This is a heavily walled castle. The walls have been built by dwarven folk, so no doubt they will be resistant to most of the orcs' um, clumsy siege weapons. I believe it will be uh, a long battle of attrition. Um, and they've got a, they've got a bloody army in there, which they wouldn't wouldn't necessarily have. That will help them along. 
Yes, quite hard to deploy it out of the gates when the gates are surrounded, though, but yes. Either they can man the walls long enough to keep the orcs out. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Which is why I think you've probably got enough time to get there and see if um, the Graf wants to help. Right, was there anything else you wish to do? Um, Corvin, one of the law keepers informed me that you were inquiring about the reliquary last night. Oh, I was just wondering if you had any fun curiosities. I don't know, I'll be passing back through here again at leisure. And uh, it's always good to increase one's lore and knowledge. Um, oh, well, there are numerous items down there that are of... Academic interest. Academic interest, interest and uh, of a divine presence. Um, there are... There is possibly one that might help you in particular um, it is we are I'm, I'm thinking about, about, about <laughs> is it a gag <laughs> fingernail scraping no <laughs> you say is it a gag it is not um, it is a brooch but it is one that has been blessed with the tempered will of Verena and steals one against corruption this of anything we have may be useful to you in particular but I would need you to return it of course once you have passed your message and saved the city it would be incredibly kind of you to bestow that upon me but this I know there is strange things afoot and this may steal you against these orc creatures that is all I can imagine would be helpful we have old weapons in the reliquary but they are not weapons anymore they are symbols and icons and items of faith None really have much of an effect to those of not of our faith. But I know, I can tell that you believe. And this may be of assistance to you. Thank you, kind. She departs and heads down to the reliquary. Did you want to go with her or do you want to wait here? <laughs> um... I'll, I'll go with her. It feels rude to, um, yeah, <laughs> to just like, fetch wait for... Yeah, okay. come and bring it back. Bring it to okay. my table. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's like, I'll wait in the car till you bring it to me. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm going to follow her. So, you follow her down, and she goes into the reliquary. A new guard is there, <laughs> steps aside. She goes in, and again, you're in this dusty vault area with pedestals and sort of shelves and racks with old crusty swords and various boxes, lots of boxes if you remember, sort of dotted around and she goes, she's sort of looking around the room as if she's trying to remember which box might be holding this brooch and uh, she ah, yeah, and she goes over to a, it's like a slim pedestal with a little cushion on top of it and in, on top there is a, a little um a small box chest type thing. It's clearly been sitting on this pillow for a while. Mm. It's made a, a, a quite an indent, and when she pulls it off, there's dust around it, but not beneath it. And um, 
She opens it up, and inside there is a brooch um, carved or forged in the shape of a pair of scales, uh, with a quite a bit, quite a pin on the back of it. Um, it says, "Here, take this." Thank you. This will aid you in your uh, journey, steal your resolve and your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, as far as it has been attested to us, is the properties of this, this, um, this gift. I'll put it on. Okay. <laughs> Very well. Okay. Um, return to them. Theodore is there. He's got his armor on. He seems to be slightly cleaner. You know, he's, he ah. looks quite tired. It looks like he's been up all night getting his gear like ready and maybe thinking about this journey to come. Um, he's not wearing his tabard at the moment. He's just wearing his armor. And um, Wendelin is there having breakfast as well. So Wendelin and Theodore are actually sitting next to each other uh, at the next table. You guys are eating your porridge. Corvin comes back. Are you wearing it like in the open? It's got a. Uh, it's it's like made of a very fine silver, um, and uh, it, it's not it's not large. Mm-hmm. It's hardly remarkable, in fact, and it looks quite old and crudely made, but it seems to be you've been told have some kind of property. Mm. Okay, cool. So you're there. Sitting at the table. Good morning. Morning. Michael <laughs> 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 just glance glance at the brooch, see its poor cons- poor quality, and just be like, <laughs> keep eating. <laughs> Whoa! I like your brooch, Monsieur. Oh, oh, this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. I forgot it was me. there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Uh, is everyone ready to leave? Your armor's clean, brother. Thank you. I'll... As everyone sort of finish, starts to finish up food, I'll start rolling my stuff up and start packing it away. Okay. And um, I'll then pick up anything that's left of from the temple and sure. re- take it back into the temple okay. and return it. Cool. You do that between spoonfuls of porridge, because yeah, you're like I'm trying just, to... Yeah, I'm still doing stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eat it. This is the first meal I've had yeah. since <laughs> the previous day. In game. I did, try, I did try and bring you some food back, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah. No, no, they wouldn't. I probably didn't make it back to the room less, anyway to find messy, it. And you just have to tidy it up somewhere else. Um... Okay. All right, things get rough. We've always got the foam beards to light. Okay. <laughs> cool, okay, so... Not sure about that one. Theodore and Wendelin get themselves ready. I think it's time to mount up. And you all collect your gear. Mm. And all of your mounts and cart are out the front as well with this other cart. It's a small kind of half cart type thing um, with some things loaded onto it. And um, a dwarf, <laughs> Theodore climbs on it, and um, Wendelin sort of looks around, like Wendelin. If you go with Monsieur Theo, he climbs onto the back of the cart. Very well. 
Mount Brutus. <laughs> oh, it was double the size of Wendelin. Is there an impressive horse? What colour? What colour? White, white horse. It's white horse. Impressive. And long. Bretonians have long kind of horse dressing as well, so he's got yes. the, the long stuff on. A bit mucky at the bottom. Yeah, he's yeah. been around. Yeah, he's a war horse. Yes. You're all starting to get more familiar with this horse, who's a bit of a character. Um, <laughs> Just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horse. Yeah. Weird. Oh, I haven't ridden him in like this in a while. Oh, yes. So there's two carts, are there? Two carts. There yeah, two there's carts. our cart. Yeah, your cart, which is a proper big cart. <laughs> and then this other cart they're giving you is kind of like a little hitch-up thing. Okay. Half cart. So yeah. which cart can I fit in? Our the, cart, probably. Well, yeah, Wendelin's now on the little one, so you can fit on the big one. Yeah, okay. Okay. You hop on. But I look graceful as I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we'll ride off into the hills, I'm guessing. Who's driving? Me. Theo is driving the other one. one. And I'll, I'll drive the first one for some other way. I'll make sure I shrug into the armour and make sure okay. I'm re. Not the plate, but. The casual Casual chain, chain and <laughs> everything else. And sort of climb up and just go. Light pipe. And just sit there and wait for everyone to move, ready to move. Okay. Well, I'm already, I'm probably sat <laughs> next sat to you next already. To yeah. smoking your pipe. Just the pair yeah. of dwarfs sat on the cart smoking oh, a pipe. Cro- crossbow with the crossbow on, cross on my lap. <laughs> pipe in hand. Oh, sorry for the horse. Can I come for some of your tobacco? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, hands. <laughs> so smoke my pipe with the dwarfs. <laughs> mm, As you light this. your pipe... Explode. <laughs> and you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you throw the match at no. There's gunpowder residue on your hand. Flint and steel. He, no, um, he lights it with his bomb. <laughs> <laughs> As you light it, you're expecting the smell of tobacco. But you get alongside it a whoosh of vanilla. Oh, right. As the smoke goes past, traces past this brooch on your robes. Mm. You get a, which is a very familiar scent. Yes. Um, And that makes you feel that perhaps there's something to it that the the priest, high priest, um, Catherine was correct, Mm. but it seems to be of an etheric nature rather than divine. Divine. Mm. It's just really good tobacco. Really good. <laughs> okay, cool. So, you head off. We'll provide the smoke screen. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like drifting up behind you, like of cars rolling off into the yeah. Cool. Okay, so you start heading off into the mountains, and you are you've you are right, Torvald. There are certain. Passes and routes you just can't go with carts and these kinds of things. And after sort of the first half a day, you've kind of had to like, oh, no, we've got to go that way. Oh, no, oh, hang on. That looks like the wheel's going to, axle's going to break. Stop that a bit. And it's slowing you down. It's difficult terrain. Uh, But you are finding your way. I mean, you are doing this from other people's documents, so Mm. it's not 100%. But you are heading I can feeling. spot. I can probably spot a road that's going to break a cartwheel before I before I drive over it. Yes, that kind of thing. So you're having to like uh, move around. Corvin, you're having a lovely time sitting in the back of the cart while this is going on, uh, and everyone else is kind of helping. Wendelin and Theodore are having. They seem to be chatting a bit more, um, and 
Yes, you are moving through the mountains. There is a thin, sort of misty rain that hits you midday. Uh, <laughs> and your hoods are up and you're smoking your pipes under your hoods and things. And um, as you reach about midday, you can all hear the clash of battle from beyond a very large rocky outcropping ahead of you. And someone gestures, I don't know who, one of you, or Theodore maybe, probably yeah, us, we'll we'll talk about front, yeah. gestures like, stop. Empty the pipe, put it away. <laughs> and you can hear the clash of, of uh, battle ahead and the, sh- the, the shout of orcs ahead of you. Wag! So ahead of you, there's a large rocky outcropping, and there's very, you know, it's kind of, there's passes, there's ways, there's, you know, uh, you can go either side of it, but you can hear the clash of steel, you can hear the grunt of orcs, die, oh me! How far ahead do I think it is? Not far, but it sounds like, well, you can charge around the corner if you want to. Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Your helmet is blocking your... Probably my eagerness. <laughs> yeah, you're very eager. So you, you stop. Um, what do people want to do? I'm going to hop off the cart. And I'm going to start charging. You're going to charge with yours? Yes. Okay, then, then you're going to get there first. I will shout for the lady as I do it. <laughs> Orcs, apparently. you got a horse, haven't you? I do. I want to see some fear checks by the orcs. <laughs> That's why I need if, to cause fear. If Bagric is dismounting the cart, skill you can get? I will Pretty probably sure dismount the horse. Okay. Fool. Morgan's a dragoon. She is. <laughs> he is. So. Okay. That means you get off the horse to fight. Mm. It's a good skill. You ride up, jump off, have a fight. Okay. Right, so and the rest of you are kind of shuffling around, making your decisions. Theodore's there, he's like gonna unhitch the horse so he can ride into ride into battle. Um, he's gonna stay with the kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still got my pipe. <laughs> but he's just getting ready. You know, he's, he's staying there to protect him. Okay. It's just like he seems to want to fight fight from horseback. And um, Sir Gale, your Brutus carries you swiftly over these clumsy rocks that these carts seem to not be And you're like leaping and galloping and jumping across these things. Brutus's feet assuredly like smashing things plump, beneath plump, them. Plump. And you round this... Um, I like it. You round this rocky outcropping and you can see now in this kind of pass, sort of spreading to your left and right... There is a scene of a battle, mm. and there are many dead creatures in this pass. And there seem to be a small group left remaining. And a couple of humans seem to be fighting uh, about five orcs. And they're going, Die, Umi, we're going to cut you up. Yeah, you're going to die. We're going to get you. <laughs> and they're fighting away. And these men are like they're doing very well but they are hurt you can see blood on one of their faces and there seems to be they look like outriders or scouts or something there are dead horses on uh, yep. strewn about as well but there are lots of dead orcs as well so they've done well goblins they've done extremely well but they seem to be um, being overpowered yes exactly and 
the symbol on their clothing is it's blue with a white stag. Okay. Which you know to be... I do. I have law heraldry. <laughs> uh, and you know about things like this. Um, th- that is the barony of Graustadt, which is where you're going. <laughs> then I shout for the lady and charge the orcs. Okay. Very well. I sound in a much more dramatic fashion than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, for the lady. <laughs> for the lady. <clears throat> for the lady. Charge! Okay. So you charge into... Uh, combat with one of these orbs. At this point, we're going to roll initiative, but Sagao will get a surprise Woo-hoo! round on the orbs. I didn't roll that well. Um, five for me. Oh, very That's good. A understatement. <laughs> <laughs> That's rubbish. <laughs> I've not got very good initiative nine. anyway. Nine. You call it a nine. Thirteen. Nine. Seven. Oh, <laughs> I'm so slow. I make up for it in pure awesomeness. Nine was Morgan and Torvald. Seven. Oh, seven. Sorry, Morgan. Sorry, that was Corvin. Corvin. That was Sigal. Good job you get to go first. This one. And the orcs are on. Oh, eight. So basically, everyone on the still sat on the cart is going at the same time. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. How would you how do how do you fancy uh, imitating the Grand Theagonist and uh, we turn this into a war wagon? <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so sorry, hang on. Blinged off enough. We've joined battle. I need to hold my warhammer. Right, uh, Sir Gale, your charge. heroic idiom is being fulfilled mm. quite heftily, mm. and you charge towards the orcs, and they are busy fighting. Oh, and only one of them, who's not the one you're charging, sort of goes, Oi, look out! Like that, as you come in. And you get a free round. Cool. So I charge an orc, and yes. I hit him with okay. my rhythm stick. Good. And so you I get... get plus 20 for charging on your horse. Is it just plus 20? Yes, and you get, uh... no, you get advantage as well. So you're plus 30. Hadon! Oh, I rolled a 98. I think I will uh, use the old uh, Fortune Pointioni. Uh-huh. Now, don't do what I did last time. I rolled another 98. 99. <laughs> no, <Much> 14. <laughs> oh, okay. That's rather better. Well, I've, um, if he's unaware of your attack, he doesn't get to defend himself, does he? Uh, not if he's unaware. Isn't it, all, but isn't it always an opposed roll? Maybe I just um, get a penalty because I'm unaware. I wouldn't have thought they'd roll. Hmm. Many lots of damage. The only reason I would think you might roll is if you get a really bad negative, then you yeah, effectively get more true. success levels. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to say... Let's have a look. Mine is 64. Yours. Oh, Egil. Egil, we need you uh, to just be here in the room. You need him on live chat permanently. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should just go on the Discord quickly. Um... <laughs> Pulling your blows? Pulling your blows? What? I have done that. <laughs> I have knocked people out. <laughs> you were just trying to shake their hand. Here we go. <laughs> That's how we say hello. Uh, Surprise. Uh, yeah. 
If anyone is surprised, they can use resolve point to remove the surprise condition, so it's a condition. Oh no, he can't, because he hasn't got resolve points. So you get to just attack him with impunity. With impunity? Mm. So go for it. I have, with your sword I have gone for it, and he takes 19 points of damage. Oh! oh, oh. Okay. Um... Are you actually gain another plus 20 for the surprise condition? Oh, okay. So he takes yeah, 21 you... points of damage. <laughs> for the lady! You come in and you swing your sword. Uh, how many did you say? 21. 21. Okay, so he's got three armour, four toughness, so that's seven. Yep. So 14 points of damage. He's got 14 wounds. He's wow. dead. You ride in and this orc turns around and goes, <laughs> and you just remove his head. Cleft him in twain. Death blow. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'll go to the other side. <laughs> Do that. Okay. Yep, go for it. Find the horse. <laughs> uh, 60. But you two advantage. Uh, yes, so I still pass with... Because uh, I get plus 20 for charging. Plus 30 for charging. No, plus 20 for charging. So, yep. four successes. Is this one still surprised, though? Surprised? That's another plus 20. I think it's... Don't so, a check. six successes. I think he just gets plus 20. For no, that. it does actually say they cannot do a post. Oh, okay. Checks if they are surprised. Mm. So, oh, six cool. successes. So, that is... Uh, what did I roll? Six, zero. Six, zero. I can take the zero. You can. Damaging. Ten is your damage success. So, Jeez. so it's ten feet instead of six. Twenty-one again. So he dies. <laughs> so you're like, oh, for the lady. <laughs> two orc heads, like, <laughs> fly off. And, then I keep... and the two humans who are fighting the orcs are like, whoa, what is this? You know, like, uh, amazing. There's a beam of sunlight that comes suddenly through <laughs> between two clouds and glints off your armour <laughs> as orc blood sprays up it. Cool. Death blow. Uh, am I still in combat? You're, there's, you're like in there. I'm five just riding, orcs, riding through. <laughs> riding through five orcs. Oh, cool. Uh, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Because you get 20 for charging, yep. 20 for them to be in surprise. Yes. So that's seven successes. Which is how much damage? Uh, seven, 18 points of damage. Oh, the sword sticks in his neck. <laughs> Sink! Uh, you only give him 11 wounds in one hit. <laughs> <laughs> so he is not dead. Yeah, and... Oi, bloody Yumi, you're going to die next, right? And he lifts up his big chopper and turns around to attack you. And then Brutus kicks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Does the horse get an attack? Uh, I think so. He's com- he has He's a stat a line. Horse, he? He, is a war a, horse. he is a war horse. Fine, let's go. Have you got a stat line for him? I do not. Okay, well, I've got a horse here. But he's going to be slightly better than that. Trained for war. Here we go. For war. So they have weapon skill 25. However, he is trained for war. So let's see what that says in the creature stats. Here we go. Here's a new thing. This is exciting, isn't it? Everyone? You should make a note of this. The animal is trained for war, gaining plus 10 weapon skill. It can also ignore skittish for loud noises, which is handy. So, so weapon skill is 20. Uh, your horse is large. Four, 25. Yeah. 25. Yours is large. Plus 10. So it causes fear in the orcs. Oh, nice. So I need to roll to see if they're scared. In their turn. <laughs> in their turn. Good shout. So uh, he's... However, it does mean he can do... Um, uh, death blow. Death blow without... If he hasn't even killed them. So he can go... Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> so he, he hits the orc that I didn't kill with a sword. Yes. With a shoulder barge. 
Okay. Um, so he hits. He's got twenty-five plus ten. Thirty-five plus charging. And he's got weapon plus yep. seven, so he's actually on forty-two. No, that's for damage. That's, that's for damage. damage. That's damage. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's just that's So he's hitting plus. on right. 55. That's his strength bonus. Does he yep. have my advantages as well, or does he do his own? No, he'll get his own. So 55. <laughs> the horse missed, unfortunately. <laughs> you sure you don't want to use a fortune point for that? No. <laughs> okay. How many fortune points does the horse have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's One. shares with me, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, let's, we'll do that. Why not? <laughs> we have not done horse <laughs> fortune points before, but hey, Brutus, as some. Uh, who was it? Is it Feng Shui or someone on the Discord said Brutus is the coolest horse that's been in the show, so... Um, oh, God, Simon's mm, going to Simon's not going to be happy. Thunder was pretty cool, but anyway. Okay, so... Um, right, back round to the beginning. Bagrick. So I was already running, so I'm just going to charge in now. Okay. So you see him, like, pound past, kill two of the orcs, chop the third one Stop in the, the neck. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, you'll go go for it castle jumping charge mm-hmm. get him Roger oh 20 oh hang on here we, we haven't had a good kazoo they're now aware oh no that's true we haven't had a good kazoo in a while they're now aware so <laughs> yeah, he, gonna... get, he gets to like fight you back I'm going to hit the one that John hit as I race past I'm going to keep going charge through you four success levels uh, I got Six success levels. Okay, so you get two success levels overall. So how much damage do you do, sir? Uh, so two, six, eleven, thirteen to the one that, that he chopped. Yeah. Okay. As as he pulls his sword out of its neck, your axe finishes that wound off, chopping that orc's head off, uh, and its body yeah, drops actually to the in the head. Death blow. Yep. Spring into the next one. There's five, wasn't there? So there's two left. Uh, yeah. Two left. Eight. Oh, hang on, we go. Eight success levels. Oh, I don't know. I have to work that out. Oh, five success levels. Mm. What does kill thing That's the first time during this campaign. Uh, so sorry, I got nine success levels. So he got five. Yes. So four, four, eight, thirteen, fifteen. Okay. Okay. So you give him a, a thorough whack, but he's still standing. These orcs are, you know, oh, it's stunties as well. Ah, let's get him. Okay. Scrawnius and elf, you green skinned bastards. <laughs> Right, Torvald and Corvin, you two are next, just sitting there, you're sitting on the cards and you just hear They've probably got this <laughs> I, I, I will literally just turn, I'll turn, look up at Corvin at this point, yep. as I haven't actually had any sleep and just go Hold on, Master Applebaum. <laughs> and just move the cart move forward. Move the cart forward. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna, uh, you'll only really be able to get it into a position where you can see what's going on. Yeah, that's rather fine. Than <laughs> that's uh, all okay. I need. I'll start chanting. Ooh, channeling. Channeling. For a healing spell. <laughs> Suspecting like that, that someone, might, someone might need that. Okay, um, next it's the orcs. Uh, okay. One of the orcs turns. And fear check. Oh, yeah, fear check. Yeah. Fear check. I've got a horse. 
that one passed. And then what's you size difference of one? So yeah, not our chest level. And that one passed. Oh, well. Okay, so they both pass. One of them turns and uh, stabs the one of the humans. Oh no! Ooh. That's believe, pretty bad. I believe in the human. Mm, yeah. No. <laughs> Shouldn't have believed. Um, four, six. Yes, he is dead. So the orc turns and like runs his big, cruel-looking, you know, cleavery, cleavery type thing, oh, like into the guy, and he's like, uh, and slumps against a rock and then collapses on the floor. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the other one turns and looks and uh, has a swing at um, the knight as he goes past because he's just Woo-hoo! like chopped off the heads of like two two guys. So he's gonna have a swing at you. Oh, critical success twenty two. Okay, I still beat him. Yeah, but I get to I do a critical, don't I? Yes, because it's an yeah. even numbered critical. Yes. Oh yeah, because your armor would protect you against odd numbered criticals. So Indeed. I get three success levels. I get many more. I get so eight. you 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 win the round. Yep. However, I do a critical to you. Does that mean I lose all my advantages? Because you will take yes. damage. Uh, yes. I wouldn't take damage. You got criticals going on. Uh, Would you rather that you take the damage or that you hit your horse? Uh, I'll take the damage. He went for you. I mean, the horse is armoured as well. So. Bigger target though. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to roll yeah, location. Yeah, yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. I hope it's my face. Uh, 61. I'm pretty sure that's not your face. That's probably not my the face. body. Probably torso. Yeah, that is body. Okay, and critical hit is. Da, 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 you can da. take a point of damage on your armour. Instead. Yeah, I, I believe I'll survive. Okay. Right. 99. No, not 99. 26. Twisted back, suffer a torn muscle, minor injury. Oh, tasty. And extra damage? One. So you take one point of damage. That <laughs> critical damage doesn't get... Oh, my there's back! No, there's no soak on critical damage, it's just like straight damage. Yeah. You've yeah. tried to block it, well, and he's a lot, one anyway. he's quite strong. Yeah, but if it said four, you'd just take four points of damage. Oh, he would have take, no... taken one from being hit, plus one for the crit. How much did that No, because he won the round. He won the the post-roll, so there were no success levels. Yeah, it's not he's been hit, he's tried to block it. Yeah, and he's like, got my back out. And he's did your back, yeah. It's so strong. It was quite a heroic it. charge, you know, you've overextended yourself. <laughs> where, where can I put injuries on here? Um, I think it's it's more of a it's more of a scrap paper. I just remember because someone's about to do a healing thing. Well, I'll put it here. Oh, no, there's a big old space next to the wounds there. Back. I think you're just at a slight penalty to actions involving your back, which is lifting, moving. Yeah, quite a few of your existing. Luckily, not actually not moving because I'm riding a horse. I don't know, bouncing up and down in the saddle when you've oh, hurt your yes. back would probably not be fun. Okay, James made so, it, I like it. <laughs> next, it is the... Oh, it's Morgan. Morgan. Go, Morgan. Yep, I'm advancing. You're there with Bagrick, so you're... Are you running into combat? Um. There's an injured one. There's a fresh one. Uh, there's a, a dead guy. There's, and to you, this is like... It's quite a sad scene because obviously there's lots of dead around. I mean, it's sad for everyone, but you in particular. This is like 
this is a place of your work now, so when you're, you know, your god, so you need to, you have other things. Let's going see if on. we can save the last one. So I'll go in for the nearest orc. That's the injured one. Ooh. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Let's have a roll off. Just read what John's thing does. Mm-hmm. What does John's things do? We'll explain afterwards. Oh, okay. I'm immune to it. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh. 19. Oh. So you charge, so you get one advantage automatically. Okay. Which gives you a plus 10. Ooh. Well, my melee basic is on a 47. Right. And I've rolled a 19. So plus 10 from your advantage. Mm-hmm. 57, so you got four success levels. And I got three, mm-hmm. so you get one success level. Cool. Add your weapon and your strength bonus. Yep. Which is... Oh, no, your sword's magic. Ten from... Your sword's magic. Yeah. yeah. So you got another success level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so strength plus four is six. Plus two from... So eight. Things. Eight damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, oh, right. Don't worry, boys. You can all die together. Seems That's to be not worried orc. about the fact, <laughs> the fact... No, there's two guys. There's two oh, right. Yeah, they're not worried about the fact that there's dead orcs everywhere. They are belligerent, diehard, and painless. So they're kind of like, just keep going. They're orcs. Um, how can men fight such reckless hate? Um, right. Oh, nice. Right. That was a quote. After Morgan, it's Sir Gale. You've, you've got to the end of the line of the orcs and you've turned around on your horse. <laughs> and you're standing, you're sitting there. He's at minus 10 to all. And you're minus oh, 10 not to everything. That's too bad, is it? So, it, well, hang on. You turn around and suddenly you're like, oh, oh. I've, I've pulled a thing about. You did, but the you, managed, you did a handbrake turn too sharp. Make a fellowship roll to see if you give away the fact that you've hurt your back. No. You managed to, like, you're in your helmet and everything, so you're like, got your sword out and you're like, haha, I won't worry about this pain in my back right now. No. And you can see now everyone in front of you kind of watching, they're all watching your your <laughs> your valorous charge combat manoeuvres. So you're going to charge into the... Indeed. The fresh orc or the injured orc? The fresh orc. Yeah, he's kind of closer. <laughs> Go for it. So I get plus 10 for charging, right? Plus 20 because you're on oh, the horse. Oh, because of the horse, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Two uh, success levels for me. So I get minus 10, which makes that 54. So yeah. two, three, four for charging. Yeah? Five for charging. Five but for charging. Got, yeah. So five success levels. Okay. And an uh, advantage. He's got an I've advantage. I've got an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five yeah. in total. What did you get? I got two. So I win. Yes, so you get three success levels. Excellent. But what did you roll on your units die? Six, which I'm going to take. Okay. So that makes it <laughs> 17 damage. Okay. You severely hurt him. Severely? Slash him, and like blood comes out of it, and he's like, like, and then your horse is going to like kick him in the face. Go, Brutus! Oh, he's going to just no success levels, though. 93. Minus Uh, four success levels. Oh, and you get minus minus two success levels for defending against a large creature. That, that's true. So how many success levels did you lose? Minus by? six. So six extra damage to whatever I'm seven. horsing. Plus seven. seven. Plus so 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage by the horse. Yeah. Okay, he's dead. Wow. You cut it and it looks up at you like, ha ha! And then these giant hooves <laughs> just like batter it in the face uh, oh, and right. club it to the ground. John Wick style. Your horse may now perform a death blow on <laughs> the next horse. Go, Brutus! <laughs> he's he's going to a ninja horse. 
65 Which minus means one. My horse loses his advantage. He does. Oh. Yeah. And I gain one. <laughs> Good job. As, as the last remaining orc. You can probably use my advantage coins for your horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do have a spare <laughs> Oh dear. Do they have horses on hooves on them? <laughs> they don't have Because <laughs> Roger's got like thematic coins for everyone, which is very cool to uh, for advantage. Right. Um next Bagrick, you're standing there, the knight's turned around, his horse has done very well. And there's one orc standing there going, Come on, oh, come on, stunt here. Still the one I hit before, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Again. Put an axe in his face. He's got an advantage. Yeah. Advantage to dying. Four success levels plus one for advantage. Five success levels. Oh. Okay, so I got five, six, seven, eight. So So you get three. Three. Three extra damage. Twelve. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Let's have a look. Armor three. Toughness four. So seven. So seven points of damage. He drops dead. There's no none left. There's it? none left, and the guy, the last human, is standing. There. <laughs> Don't worry, Michelle. Is he literally so- the last human? He's the last human left, and there's just like a sea of dead bodies around you. There's like clearly a lot of orcs were killed by not many men, um, and they're all wearing the 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 tabard with the blue tabard with a white stag on, which you know is the is the barony that you're heading I'll towards. I'll take a moment to thank the lady for our victory. Uh, does the guy look injured? Oh, yeah, he's, like, got cuts and wounds, <laughs> and he's, like, sweating, his hair slipped to his face. He's, like, his sword has just slipped out of his hand because it was, like, slick with blood, and he's, like... Morgan! Corbin! Oh, oh, oh. I'm here. We were we were scouting. <laughs> we were scouting. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a glowing Tom. stick. Uh, I think he needs go, go a bit faster. Heal, heal. <laughs> okay, you bring the cart round. So I actually and everyone's in the critically passed on my channeling, which means it would go off this round. <laughs> okay, right. Cool. Uh, what's the range on it? Four yards. <laughs> so well, you can get ev- gather everyone around. <laughs> Which is why it's like, gather everyone. I need to use it this oh, round. No, no, that's fine, because you <laughs> two act simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say that as it's going off, Torvald brings you closer. Yeah. And there's like a... So it was, uh, it's targeted, though, so it's... Oh, um, okay. I thought it was your... Do you I don't know, believe like it's an area. Thing? No, target, one target. Okay. Who are you going to heal? The guy who the looks guy. like he's about to fall over. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then he's like, oh! As, and as he's, like, you go, oh, oh with your like, and he's music blinded. Whatever. Yeah, he's like, ah! Oh. Uh, so they'll hear him ten dazzles. <laughs> yeah. And when the light magic, like, goes poof, over him, suddenly his hair is expertly coiffured, his clothes are, and he's like, his wounds are all healed. He's like, oh. his teeth look good. Yeah, his yeah. clean teeth, and his nails are done, everything. Uh, his kidneys <laughs> growing back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Oh, who are who are you, travellers in the mountains who have come to my aid? We, we we were scouting the mountain passes. We 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 heard that the war host was on the move, and we were trying to figure out where they were going. And we were attacked by this savage band of orcs. Um, uh, what what? We're going to Black Rock. What to the castle? Aye. Noiful young. Um. Why? What, who are you? We need to speak and to the Manling Lord. Wendelin kind of stands up and goes, I, uh, I'm, uh, um, 
Graf Sigismund is my father, kind of <laughs> from the back, and it's like, what? <laughs> what? Shut up, Wendelator. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for, for saving me. Uh, a pity you weren't here merely minutes he can, ago. He can turn around and just uh, yeah. to the, the, the guy that we just lost, and I'm already there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no I, I would like to have killed more other buggers. Don't worry. We killed them. And he looks down at his sword, he picks it back up, almost like, oh, how could I dare drop this thing? And he's like, picks it up. And you can see, actually, there's a few, like, little notches in it, where obviously he's hit something very hard, probably an orc skull or piece of armour or something. Oh, oh, we felt we felt ten to a man. It, it was vicious fighting. We've been drilling for months, and but this is... This is not what we were expecting. Orcs, suddenly a war host in the mountains. What? Tell me, tell me. What? What have you heard? You've come from the lands below. They besieged Uber's Reich. No. What? Oh, the horde. A ho- the horde has descended on the city. Ah, it's why we've come to speak to the Manling Lord. These fucking Altdorf bastards weren't enough. Now the orcs are destroying our city. Well, the Altdorf lot you can worry about later. You've got to kill the bloody Greenskins. Oh, this boils my blood. We have come to he beseech your... around, he kicks one of the orcs in the face near him. We have come to beseech your lord for aid for this city. Yeah, that won't take you long. I'll take you there myself. We we should we should be off. I will take... Is, is his horse still alive? <laughs> he looks over and there's, like... A pile of dead horses. Yes. Um, get on the wagon, manling. I'll take the biggest orc's head and attach it to Brutus's saddle. Well, so one, of the orcs you killed, one of the orcs you killed was pretty pretty big. Well, his head is coming with me. Yeah. Oh, oh, my back! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh. you, you hear what sounds like the creak of armour, but oh. it might be uh, Sigel's spine as he oh, heads waddling back over to Brutus. Or oh. head onto the side. Oh. As you do that, Brutus like looks at it and sniffs it and just like snorts at you. It's all right. It's all right, boy. You did very well. Oh, the lady is proud of you, my magnificent beastie. He shakes his mane like, oh, I know. Does Brutus want an apple? He sniffs at you, that, that sniff that means I want some cheese. Ah, damn it. <laughs> we have no cheese. How could I forget? Okay. Oh, um, my back. So. I don't know why I go Yorkshire. When <laughs> oh, 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 oh it's back. my peasant stock coming out. My oh. bloody back. Oh. Right. He's How many on. scouts were there? Twenty. He looks about. There were three scouting parties sent out this size. Ooh, there were hell. thirty of us. And now that he says there's thirty of you, there's a lot of bodies around here. These guys clearly did some serious uh, damage. Either they know the terrain really well, they're just really tr- well trained. It's impressive. Do they have even to dwarves? Do they have guns? Uh, these guys don't actually have guns. Ah, no. even more impressive. Yeah. Um, he says, "Yes, the, the graph is 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 amassing troops at the castle, and we are preparing." He has told us that there is a darkness abroad the land, and that we are amassing a force to help rid it from the white land. We're all sworn to him, and if you are here to tell us that we are wrong in the eyes of the Emperor, then I'm sorry, but... Emperor be damned, there's plenty of darkness in this land. 
good dwarf. That's oh. what I'm saying here. The emperor, emperor has been misled, but we can save this for loftier folk than I, and people who can spin words more. <laughs> There's more manipulative gently. bastards around than you realise. We'll explain more to your lord Says when a we get there. stranger in the mountains. But you've saved my life, and that is enough for me right Since now. Since when is a dwarf a stranger in mountains? You're not a stranger in mountains, but you're a stranger to me, good dwarf. But you have proven yourself by test of arms, and that means a lot to us mountain folk. <coughs> we live in the, the mountains, mountain folk. not under the mountains. Lead on, good monsieur. Take us to your lord. He's saying this as he's kind of like, he's he's getting like into looking around and... He's, he, there seems to be um, one particular person that he sort of goes over to and pulls um, pulls out a satchel uh, and kind of picks it up and puts it on puts it on his body um, and he says right um, fine let us be off get on the wagon Master Wendland do you fancy an orc's head souvenir? Oh, um, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. Is it all going to be like this? All well, the way there? This is that harsh reality he's of the world. He's got like a really pale, it's like going slightly green. It's like, just look at it, manling, you'll get used to it. Oh, he vomits down the side of the wagon. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Better out than in. our wagon. <laughs> Oh, no, not like down the like oh sorry <laughs> over the side yeah not like across it. Um, I remember nevertheless. <laughs> I remember your first green skin. You you after fighting a, your green skin for the first time, brother. Leave him be. He'll be fine. Okay. And then we'll yeah we'll lead on. I'm guessing. Okay. I'll As, catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume you'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait 20 minutes while Morgan uh, does his thing. Uh, And as you all gather your things finally and start to head off, you suddenly hear above you and around you the flap of leathery wings. Oh, gosh, no. And as you go to head off, you hear a screech and a shout from above. And as you look up, you see... Three wyverns circling this pass, and their screams fill the air as the orcs that are riding them grab the reins and lean them forward and shout something that you can't hear against the wind and the driving rain. I guess it's wag, <laughs> but it's <laughs> and the. Wyverns dive down towards you, a s- infernal kind of scream filling the air, leathery wings beating, and we shall leave the episode there. Dun dun dun! <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that one. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us here on Flint and Steel. I'm having a lot of fun with this, and hopefully you guys are enjoying it. And we will see you in two weeks' time for. The finale of season three of Flint and Steel. Um, please don't forget to go and check out all those links below our social media, our Discord. Loads of stuff going on Discord. We had a load of people join uh, recently to talk about Warhammer things that might be relevant for you guys. So go and check that out below, uh, including one of the creators of. Um, but anyway, 
Um, we have also got our Patreon, where, as I said earlier on, we've just put up an article around magic items. Please don't forget to go and check out all our other shows. Uh, we've got a Bond Unbroken. Star Wars. Yep. We've got a Fractured Empire, which just finished, which is another Star Wars game. Uh, we've got On the Edge of the Emperor's Light, which is Lawrence's Dark Heresy game, which just finished. And there's a whole back catalogue. Uh, we also did a recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness one-shot, which was crazy and lots of fun. So go and check that out. There's going to be some more one-shots. And, very soon, Alien mini-campaign, a four-parter. The goal is a four-parter. We'll see what happens. They might all die in the first episode we'll see <laughs> a four-parter of Alien which is fantastic it looks really cool really cool stress mechanics for what happens I'm already stressed reading that. the rule book yeah no, it looks really cool um, and then after Warhammer Fantasy roleplay finishes we are going to be doing some Zweihander with Along the Verge which is going to be the, the, the name of the show that will follow this and that is a Zweihander game set in Black Road which is my setting for Zweihander which I'm writing uh, and adjusting at the moment and hoping to get published this year uh, in a full form rather than the half form that's kind of on drive through RPG right now so that's all cool um, other than that anything else I've forgotten? nope <laughs> no? cool right thank you very much for watching and we'll see you in two weeks on Flitter Still bye bye